Hi, this is Cher. If you missed tonight's Betty White program on NBC, this one's for you. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again, Sonny. Your heart is true. You're a pal in a confidant. Okay, that's too much. Bye. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I never get tired of talking about Betty White and and celebrating her. And I had seen the movie in the theater and it was okay. It was okay until, you know, you learn, oh, that really is the 2018 documentary spliced together with the other footage. But tonight we got a proper send off. We got Celebrating Betty White, America's golden girl on nbc because that's where you know golden girls i don't mary tyler moore i think was on cbs this was the this is what the movie should have been to be honest with you this first of all Cher singing the golden girl theme golden girls theme come on and i love Cher. it's it's awesome and then they did, you know, the Sonny and Cher show together. And then she did Carol Burnett. It was really, I, I know some of you are tired. Oh, my God. Stop talking about Betty. Why? Until you have an 80-year career. Then we can talk, okay? All right. And this is my show. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Where we talk about movies, television, music. Uh, we talk about Betty White. What a long career. I don't think any anyone is ever going to match that. 80 years. She was still very present, very aware up until the day she died. You know, she died of a stroke that was confirmed. She uh, she had suffered this. when when you when you get to be that old Excuse me. I don't want to say that. When you when you get to be close to a hundred years old, there there's a there's a lot of stuff that can happen. You can fall, you know, and and she unfortunately had a stroke, and that's what happened. And it was it was really this this really. I, I was really happy with this uh, NBC send-off. Um, every, everyone was in it. Mary Steenvirgin, Anthony Mackie. Um, I, I really am uh, just in awe of this. This, 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 is, this is what a tribute really should be. And... It was it was star studded. It was star studded. Um, yeah, and and on the network that she had, you know, from the Tonight Show to uh, oh, it's on. Oh, okay, oh, I I hate when they post things online and then and then oh, it's not really yeah. So this really, 
this really covered the whole gamut of a life and a career and you got to give it you got to give it to NBC. I uh, hey <laughs> I mean I watched I watched some other shows just to wait for this. I I had been waiting for this all day and uh I mean if we can go into let's see this NBC first of all Brian Cranston I didn't know that Brian Cranston's parents were on a Betty White show. I really didn't know. And, and then they they did like a pilot for a game show and there were, there was a lot of things. And then Vicky, I love Vicky Lawrence. Come on. How could you not love Vicky Lawrence? They did a lot of things together. So if I can go over because I always want, you know, when you're when you're doing these shows, you want to make sure that you have the entire list of people. I had heard that they were going to do this. And, you know, I know some people, oh, well, the movie was better. This was better. I'm sorry. The movie, you know, I, I don't want to speak ill of it, but this this CBS or CBS, excuse me. <laughs> it's been a long day. This NBC tribute. Oh my goodness. You've got the hot in Cleveland staff. You've got Joe Biden, Gene Smart, Goldie Hawn, Drew Barrymore, Tina Fey, Brian Cranston, Jay Leno, Tracy Morgan, Jimmy Fallon, Anthony Mackie, Ellen DeGeneres, and Cher doing thank you for being a friend. So this was really it was really heartfelt and I thought we would talk about that briefly because I'm going to pay a tribute to someone who is still with us who really needs the well I don't think he needs the acknowledgement but you know we'll be back after these messages for my father is a great movie the performances are simply astounding a perfect film 17 magazine says picture of the month a moving meaningful and extraordinary experience 
Melvin Douglas, Dorothy Stickney, Jean Hackman, and Estelle Parsons are superb. The Ladies' Home Journal says, I Never Sang for My Father is a Beautiful Family Portrait. Rex Reed in Holiday Magazine says, I Never Sang for My Father is a wonderful movie. So absorbing and powerful that I couldn't take my eyes off the screen for a single minute. The performances are among the finest I've ever seen on a motion picture screen. Gilbert Cates' direction is sparse and direct. Ingenue Magazine says, Anyone with any sensitivity toward human relationships should see I Never Sang for My the black man asked her to be his wife. She thinks about it. He has a cancer. Oh, shit, man. I am not. How are you feeling? I'm having a ball. Scrapping and yelling and mixing it up. Loving every minute with this damn crew. I want to thank you for raising our children, by the way. Okay. I'm not kidding. You always put them first, didn't you? I tried to. Lately, I feel like maybe I didn't do such a great job. God damn it, don't do that to yourself. I'm the one that failed. Or anyway, it's nobody's fault. Plus, that... It, it Why didn't you give a damn about us, Royal? Why didn't you care? I don't know. I'm ashamed of myself. I'll tell you one thing, though. You got more grit, fire, and gut. Good evening. We're back on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention, and I wanted to mention him yesterday. We still have a very great actor who is retired. He's 92 now, Mr. Gene Hackman. Um, Those those who are members of the LNC and our fearless leader, Strombo, we've always heard these stories about the conversation. That's one of his favorite films. And Gene Hackman, as a a superb actor, from The French Connection to Unforgiven, I Never Sang for My Father, my personal favorite, the Royal Tenenbaums, and of course, Little Bill in uh, The Unforgiven. Uh, that's a that's a Spencer rifle, right? That's right. Well, Bill told me that, and you probably killed him first, didn't you? I was lucky in the order. But I've always been lucky when it comes to killing folks. And so, who was next? It was Clyde, right? He must have killed Clyde. Well, could have been Deputy Andy, wasn't he? Or, or, or... All I can tell you is who's going to be last. this to die like this 
I was building a house. The Zerves got nothing to do with it. I'll see you in hell, white money. in your good old Mississippi boy stores, Anderson. You ain't from here no more. Why'd you leave anyway? I just wanted to change the scenery. You know, uh, the grits started leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Well, if that's how you feel about it, Mr. FBI, man, why don't you drink up that beer and get the hell on out of here and back to your commie nigger-loving bosses up north? Oh, you must not know my boss, Mr. Hoover. He's not too fond of commies. He'd be on your side there. I don't give two shits whose side you're Mr. Hoover's on, boy. All I know is we got 5,000 niggers in this county who ain't registered a vote yet. And as far as I'm concerned, they never will. So you can tell your stiff suits up there in Washington, D.C. that they ain't going to change us one bit. Unless it's over my dead body. Or a lot of dead niggers. <laughs> You'd kill Frank? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't give it no more thought than wringing a cat's neck. And there ain't a court in Mississippi that'd convict me for it. How about you, deputy? How you with wringing necks, son? Just keep pushing. And that's Mississippi burning. Um, you know, Gene Hackman, I mean, really is an actor. And method acting, we could say it, you know, was a roommate of Dust, of Dustin Hoffman. He he refers to Dustin as Dusty, which is interesting. Duvall and you know Gene Hackman and and Dustin Hoffman, they all knew each other, and of, and including the man that he did um, Hoosiers with, Mr. Dennis Hopper. I can tell you anything that you need to know. <laughs> no, you, you don't understand. I want you to be my assistant. I want you to come to practices and uh, sit on the bench with me during the games. <laughs> me? <laughs> you want me? What do you say? Uh, under the following conditions. That you, uh, uh, clean yourself up. And, uh, uh, you shave. And, uh, uh, you show up at the games on time and the practices. You wear a shirt and tie. Well, I got myself a suit right there. I, I got a wing dinger. I, I was married in that suit. There. And that you're sober. Oh, no. My wife sent you. No. My son. What? What is my... Drinking got to do with my knowledge about basketball. You can't drink in front of these boys. If I, uh... Smell even a trace of liquor on your breath, you'll be finished. I have to hear that from you. You're embarrassing your son. I don't need to 
here, then I, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd like you to leave. I'd like you to leave now. Do you think we can do this? Tired of drinking anyhow. What a stupid conversation. Stan, please, I'm trying to work. Tired of mostly everything. Tired of me. Tired of you. But not today. What the hell are they talking about, for Christ's sake? Stanley, please, I'm trying to get this done. All right, don't get excited. Well, I'm getting fed up. But what? But you're asking me questions all day long. Jesus. Don't say that. Well, for Christ's sake. Stan, don't say that again, please. Don't use that word in vain. It bothers me. What's the matter, Harry? Your work's getting sloppy. Later in the week. Sunday, maybe. Sunday, definitely. We had a much better track here if you paid more attention to the recording, less attention to what they were talking about. I can't see why a couple of questions about what the hell's going on can get you so out of joint. Because I can't sit here and explain the personal problems of my clients. Hackman with the late John Cazale in The Conversation, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. That was the year of Godfather 2. Godfather 2 got all of the aplomb, but The Conversation really left an indelible mark on people. Now, some have said, there is a reviewer who has said that the 1998 film Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman could be a continuation of the conversation in terms of the subject matter. And it's such a great partnership. Tracers 1, 2, and 6. Their signals are completely dead. Something is wrong here. Get up. Tracers 3, 4, and 5 are on their way up. He's getting help, boys. He's getting help. We had an arrangement. No contact. You broke the rules. We gotta be heading for the roof. Air one, we need to establish visual on the rooftop, northeast corner, chambers and light. Copy that. Rooftop, northeast corner, chambers and light. You know how many federal agents you had following you on that ferry? I, I don't... Who are you working for? I'm talking about, I'm not working. Is this I'm not about working. me? Am I a target here? Do they know me? Who is they? Do they know me? I don't know what you're talking about! You're either very smart or incredibly stupid. Get off. 
get separating signals here. Tracer 3 is on its way down, 4 and 5 are still together. Where did he go? How'd you find out about the ferry? Who set that up for you? Rachel did. Wait, who was that other guy? What did he say exactly? He said he was Brill. Did he say it or did you say it and he picked up on it? Come on, think. Shit, I said it. God damn it. You see, that's why I have rules. That's is what... all this about, Pintero? You think the mob uses devices like this? That partnership is so similar to John Cazell and Gene Ackman in the conversation. So, yeah, I can understand why they somewhat consider that a continuation of the conversation. I one evening a while ago, a couple of years ago, stumbled upon a really f- interesting film with Gene Hackman and Al Pacino. It was 1973's Scarecrow. This is an interesting pairing. These are two drifters. And when you get Pacino, uh, Pacino just lets loose. And and then Gene Hackman, two, these two giants in a film together. Godfather had just come out. so And, and Pacino was not new, known, you know what I mean? But here, this is... I really enjoyed this film with these two drifters. that wasn't the scene I wanted but you know this this is the business and we don't always get what we want but Gene Hackman such a great actor 
His last film, I believe, was Welcome to Mooseport. But if I could... Oh, this is great. Someone put this together. These are... This is Eclipse. Because, you know, he started out in Bonnie and Clyde. Here we go. Nick had a fine war record. He's he doing real well now, too. He turned out to be real natural as a traveling salesman. He found a kind of unusual line for an ex-Marine. Every time I see him now, I say, Nick, I never thought I'd see you in ladies' underwear. <laughs> ladies' underwear, you see that? lying, lady underwear. Abner, please, no good cheer, I beg you. Why, Brother John, I should think you as a doctor would be the first to prescribe a cheerful face. As a doctor, Brother Abner, I accept the truth. And the truth in this case is that we are all of us, except you, fit only for pickling. And the husband here should have been sitting in jail since around 7 o'clock tonight. Peter Justin from over the billiard parlor phoned me up to say that Talbot here was getting in a hell of a fight with some total stranger, thinking the stranger was making cracks about Louise. Ah, I hope you're taking what I always thought you could have. I didn't know you remembered me, Tommy. Listen, I'm not very good on faces these days, but I never forget how a man swings a golf club. your story about this boy he owned the uh, dairy pharmacy and his old ma she was kind of sick you know and the doctor he called him over and said uh, uh, listen your ma did you lie there she's just so sick and she's weakly and uh, uh, I want you to try to persuade her to take a little brand see? just to pick her spirits up you know you did all right last night yeah what happened to the pride of the marine corps want to give him another medal all right get your squad ready to move out they're ready. Is he? Hey, look, honey. You talk to our fearless leader and tell him what a pleasure it is to have him for a CO, do you? How would you like a fat lip? Me, I take it. What's in the wrong place this time, buddy? I'm a police officer. Yeah, Walter Brill, detective, third grade. I haven't got what you're looking for, whatever the hell that may be. Now, who are you? Not a chance. There isn't a man on the force that'll arrest if anything happens to one of their own. Nothing's gonna happen. Well, what do you want? Spit it out! Starting 88, they'll be in ruts up to my knees. Probably. A couple 
you guys check on the front wall. Keep your eyes open, right? Brigger, I'm telling you, send to the hospital for a doctor. If anything happens to Captain Malaski, I'm going to hold every damn one of you responsible for this. Up yours. Get him out of here. You are on trigonometer. Two and two? Four. Two and three? Four. Oh, that's very good. Anything positive? Well, his reflexes seem to be a little more active on the right side. I think Jerry better stay here with us for a couple of days. And you go home. You'll accept forty, fifty thousand dollars of my money. Thank you very much. Oh, darn, my Virginia educated butterwood melt her mouth wife used like a whore. Then I have to take her back, pregnant, with a bastard. Pay him $50,000 of my goddamn money? I'll kill every dirty living bastard of them. Where do you want it? Oh, shit. This Oh, I'm gonna check on this address in the Bronx, and if they don't know you there, it's your ass. I thought I told you to stand there. Get that hair done before Saturday. We're going now. Bye. I got to have $10,000 by Monday. Monday? Yeah. You get me that much by Monday and uh, the rest of it you just uh, fool around with on your own time. Whatever you make on it, you keep. That's not a lot of grass to turn in two days, man. No, it's not really two days. You know, it's, uh, you got the rest of the today and uh, oh, the weekend. Sight for the old eyes. You too. How's life been treating you? I heard you back east. Chicago. Chicago. You eat guts. Yeah. I like them. How do you know that? The explosions, you must have felt them. The only way out is forward. Did you did you check the engine room? Did you see it? I don't have to. We're going forward. Please, come with us, Reverend. You're going the wrong way, damn You got a, um, a middle name? Why? Well, uh, I got a little trouble with Francis, you know. I, I... Lionel. Lionel. Francis Lionel Del Pupo. Okay, Lionel. Now on you are lying, okay? Okay. You'd be mishandled on, wouldn't you? You advertised and I answered. Before this goes any further, we got some talking to do. visitors all I ask a temporary companion to help me pass a few short hours in my lonely life thank you Lord
Guess it was lucky for me you weaseled into this deal after all. I was, uh, just looking out at my own interest. <laughs> lucky lady. And so I, I, I let you listen for a while. I want to give a shout out. The, he was in a lot of films. This is from NZ Sachet, who put this together. It's Gene Hackman, all of his movies. We don't have all night for that. We don't. But in, in that mix, you've got Bonnie and Clyde. You've got The French Connection. You've got The Conversation. I Never Sang for My Father, Scarecrow. Gene Hackman really was around for a long time in films. And then in 2004, he did his final film, Welcome to Mooseport. And I mean, it didn't, you know, didn't do too well. But sometimes when, you know, an actor does their final performance, I know that now he writes books. It's it's kind of unsettling. It's like, my goodness, you're. You're, you're Gene Hackman, and um, but I thought, hey, you know, we we all at some point want to stop, and uh, you know, he was also in the Bird Cage, he was in the Package. I loved him in in the Royal Tenenbaums. You know, apparently he didn't like Royal Tenenbaums because well, he liked the experience, but he said when directors write. For him in, in, in mind, he doesn't particularly like that. That was a gimme. Well, no, 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 there, there are no gimmies. Who's inside the leather? Yeah, you gotta get it in the hole. <laughs> I'll take a seven. Actually, it's 15. 15? Oh, oh, no way. Yes way. Uh, the president's right. It's seven. Yeah, it's seven. Well, let's count them. Let's count them. One out of bounds, two back on the tee, three in the rough, four in the sand, five, you yeah, missed completely. Six, uh, almost out of sand, but still in it. Seven, final. And that's Welcome to Mooseport, his final film with Ray Romano in 2004. And then after that, Gene Hackman decided to retire. Here's Gene Hackman on laughing. Oh, half a ringy-dingy. I just love those. Two ringy-dingies. A, a gracious hello. Is this the party to whom I am speaking? Is this Mr. Gene Hackman? Good. I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Hackman, while you're vacationing in Paris. But Mr. Ha- Mr. Hackman, you have to speak up. Word association. Word association? Yeah. 
Or I, I see, you see, when I was a kid, yeah. uh, there was this bully that lived in my neighborhood. And every day on the way to school, he'd grab me and he'd beat me up. And, uh, no kidding. Yeah, well, well, just... What's that got to do with word association? Well, every time I hear his name, see, I turn into like a raving maniac. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. What, what's his name? Ben. 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 <laughs> I thought I would play a little of that. But now the clips are done. And to. I felt to acknowledge him through all of those clips rather than just talk about him. Because a performance speaks for itself. Whether it's the French connection. I also want to mention Young Frankenstein. Nobody knew that was him until the credits rolled the first time. As I think Gene Hackman liked to play in the sandbox of comedy. You've got what's the with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane, the Birdcage. Oh my God, where he dressed up in drag and he almost looked like she, uh, a cross between Shelley Winters and um, uh, uh, Phyllis Diller. <laughs> he did in drag, and then of course he was in what's that one film he did with Denzel Washington? It, I I've never really seen it. There's a few of his films I've never seen. But when it comes to a performance, he is one of the best. And to have shared the screen, you think of all the people he shared the screen with, a lot of them are gone. You know, uh, Eastwood is still with us. Morgan Freeman is still with us. But, you know, a lot of his contemporaries, like um, Hopper, you know, Dennis Hopper, um, Melvin Douglas, who, you know, he played this, he was, Melvin Douglas played his father and I never sang for my father and his, but you know, well, this is in, on July 7th, 2004, Hackman gave a rare interview to Larry King, where he announced that he had no future film projects lined up and believed his acting career was over. In 2008, while promoting his third novel, he confirmed that he had retired from acting. When asked during a GQ interview in 2011 if he would ever come out of retirement to do one more film, he said he might consider it. If I could do it, my own house, maybe without them disturbing anything and just one or two people. He briefly came out of retirement to narrate two documentaries related to the Marine Corps. You know, he was a Marine. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I want to mention his... You know he he's an author now, but we got to talk. I mean this this man, two Academy Awards. First nomination was for Bonnie and Clyde for Best Supporting Actor. Second was for Best Supporting Actor. I never sang for my father. He won for The French Connection Best Actor. Was nominated for Mississippi Burning Best Actor, and then won a second time for Best Supporting Actor for Unforgiven. He has two BAFTAs. One for, oh, okay, he won for both the Poseidon Adventure and the French Connection and Unforgiven. He's got Golden Globes. He has a Cecil B. DeMille. He won for the Royal Tenenbaums, which is one of my favorites. But as an actor, he is un, 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 unmatched because he's able to do films like the French Connection. He's able to do the Poseidon Adventure. And then he's able to do Mississippi Burning. And he's multifaceted. And that's what I really love 
about Gene Hackman. The conversation is a mo. He wasn't even nominated for the conversation or the Royal Tenenbaums. He won a Golden Globe, but didn't get an Oscar nod. But awards aside, if you think of his legacy within film, the fact that he could retire and just bow out. Some people, you know, bow out, bow out at the top. He bowed out on his own terms. For an, as an actor, he was acting from 1956 to 2004, and as a novelist from 1999 to 2013. And he's enjoying retirement. I mean, the the I mean. <laughs> The, the list of the films that he did from the conversation, The French Connection 2, A Bridge Too Far, Superman the Movie, remember that? As Lex Luthor, Hoosiers, No Way Out, Bat 21, The Firm, The Quick and the Dead, Get Shorty, uh, Crimson Tide, Enemy of the State, Ants, Replacements, Enemy Behind the Lines, The Royal Tenenbaums, and Welcome to Mooseport. He was born Eugene Allen Hackman in San Bernardino, California, and moved with his family to Illinois. Oh my. Yeah. He was also in Reds. Reds Reds is such a such a great film. And uh Yeah. I I Okay, here his first film was Mad Dog Call, Lilith, Hawaii. Some of these are those clips I was playing. Banning, Community Shelter Planning, A Convenient Convenient with Death, First Fight, Bonnie and Clyde, Shadow of the Land, The Split, Riot, The Gypsy Moths, Downhill Racer, Marooned, I Never Sang for My Father, Doctor Wives, The Hunting Party, The French Connection, Prime Cut, The Poseidon Adventure, Cisco Pike, Scarecrow, The Conversation, Young Frankenstein, Zandy's Bride, yeah. That's a mouthful. And so tonight we honor Gene Hackman. 92 years. Wouldn't that be a trip if he came out of retirement now? That performance, I mean, you, you've got, he's still got it in him. You think of these great, great actors. You know, Dustin Hoffman is in his 80s. Robert Duvall is, I believe, in his 90s now. They're all contemporaries. Jack Nicholson is in his 80s. Those are those are film contemporaries. So as always, unpleasant dreams. Happy belated birthday, Gene Hackman.